0: The Opix Podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might be coming obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock it, iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Offix, man. On your way and the don't hit you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then the selling and flipping. Over the moving and shocking. I'm Scrooge McDuckin' in
1: Offix. Welcome fellow Uplanders to another episode of the Upland Property Experts. I am your host, Too Stupid to Win, and for once I am not joined by Thank Me Later, and I technically have no Upland co-host with me tonight, but this is being recorded and broadcast live on June 6th, um, or not June 6th, geez. June 23rd, 2022, It's it's been a busy month, year's about half over, um, a lot of fun things happening in Upland right now. Thank me later, had some personal issues going on tonight, so he's not going to join me, but as we talked about last week, I do have Aaron Murray, uh, one of the co-founders and co-CEOs of the Players Lounge here, um, and we're going to talk about a big happening coming up. Hey, what's going on, Deckled Bulb? Um, but yeah, we're going to talk about what the players lounge has going on. They have a new school launch launching on Saturday. Um, you know, I've, I've experienced a lot of things in their community and I always love bringing them on. Um, and then afterwards, uh, if we got time, we'll do a secondary market and uh poison. What's up. There's my boy poison been a minute. How you doing? Um, well, yeah, we, we do have the secondary market update. If not, um, We'll definitely catch up this weekend with the secondary market. We do have, well, it's thank me later not here, so I can't talk to you guys about will you accept that trade. It's no fun without trying to convince him that my way is the right way. So there, the real node LA, there we go. My lasting memories. Hey, thanks for tuning in. Um, Without further ado, I'm going to bring on Aaron Murray. Hey, Aaron, how you doing tonight? Man, what's up? Thanks
2: for having me back again.
1: Yeah, I appreciate you coming back on two days before, well, you know, less than 48 hours before our launch. So I know you guys are working hard down there um, trying to make this Mm -hmm. successful. And last time we had you guys on was in February, right after your market launched. And that's before you guys really... You announced some things for utility, but you really didn't do much with utility. And you guys have gone crazy with uh, the utility of your of your NFTs. Um, You want to walk through what you've been doing since February?
2: Yeah, I mean, the whole goal of the project is to, you know, take these collegiate athletes, obviously give them an opportunity to make money on their name, image and likeness, which uh, for those in the sports world, it's hard to get away from all the talk about this whole NIL Uh, So that was goal number one Uh, and then help them build their brand by connecting with the fans and, and and not only their, uh, their cities or or college towns, but, you know, throughout the sec or ACC or big 10, uh, whatever conference they're a part of. So, you know, we really wanted to find a way to make those connections. So, you know, right now, like if you go on our Discord, uh, currently right now it's blowing up. We have four schools in there interacting with fans. Uh, we get about 20 to 30 players per night from one of our nine schools that we are we're launching here this summer. There and there chatting, getting to know uh, the topic tonight is would you let your daughter, or actually, would you let your sister? Date one of your teammates so it's actually a pretty Ooh. entertaining night we have different topics uh throughout the week our players jump on at nine o'clock monday through thursday we get players from georgia texas oklahoma lsu alabama auburn tennessee uh and clemson right now so it's a great way to to jump on there it's essentially a chat room you know the, the the you know the chat room most fans are used to are just you know essentially chatting with other fans Uh, bitching and moaning about how bad their team sucks or whatever it is. Now you actually get a chance to jump into a chat room to talk with the players. So that's been a super success. Uh, Been a lot of fun uh, for everyone. We've done golf tournaments. We've done tailgates. uh, We've had a beer pong competition with some of our athletes (laughs) and and fraternity members at Georgia. Uh, And then this summer we are actually throwing, we've rented out the entire college football hall of fame, uh, and we are inviting right now about 70 of our athletes that we have signed up on the platform uh, and right around 500, 600 uh, of our card cardholders uh, to come to the event to have fun, do some competitions, meet the, the players, uh, and kind of, you know, get ready to kick off the football season. So, you know, we've got some other fun activities coming up in the fall, tailgates at some of these games. Uh, so we're all about the utility. We're all about having fun. And like I said, making that connection with, with our student athletes and those fans.
1: Yeah. And that's actually pretty cool. I've had a chance to go into discord when you've had the players on and you never get to connect with college athletes like that. You know, you always see them on TV, you always watch them play and you, but you interact and, you know, people are talking about, Hey, where's a good spot to go fishing and where's a good spot to go hunting. And, you know, they're talking about their favorite, you know, PlayStation versus Xbox or what games they are all about. And You know, and topics like that. Would you let a teammate date your sister? So, (laughs) well,
2: I just you know I love. I mean, some of the players, you know, we so we tell them. I mean, obviously they're busy and you know they have other responsibilities. But hey, you're going to have. You know, we split our every team has about 15 players signed up. Um, So we split them up into three groups. Um, Half our teams go Monday through Wednesday. The other half go Tuesday through Thursday, Um, and then we split each night up to about five players from each team. So, like I said, there's anywhere from, you know, 15 to, you know, that Tuesday, Wednesday when you have all six teams in there, about 30 players in that Discord. You know, what's been really fun to see is some of the players have actually enjoyed it so much. And we only tell them, hey, we want you to come out at 9 o'clock. So, you know, fans know, like, hey, at 9 o'clock, Monday through Thursday, I get to go in there. These are the teams and the players are going to be in there. I get to ask some questions, hang out with them. Uh, but some of these players have jumped on, like, in the middle of the day. Uh, just like on a, you know this afternoon, one of the guys got in there and said, "Hey, I'm going to be. I think he was like in Charleston. Does anyone live in Charleston or know Charleston? Looking for some good restaurants. And it's just really cool to see these guys really engaging, not just you know in the times that we ask them to jump in there, but throughout the day because they're really enjoying the interaction with the fans and kind of like I said, helping build their brand.
1: Yeah, and these aren't just you know second or third string players. These are some key players that you have star names to it that come and join, you know, that, you know, everybody's like, now you didn't have that in your playing day. You didn't have that connection in your playing day. And how would that have changed things for you?
2: Oh, I mean, it was great. I would say, you know, post career, uh, the connections that I made at the university of Georgia um, are are some of the ones that have helped me in, 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 business, you know, get to my next profession, um, help me out with just day to day stuff like that. So that's kind of why I tell the kids, like when you know when you get drafted to the NFL, for a lot of these guys that we have, because we do. I Even mean, you said it, we you know, we kind of handpick the best of the best at each university to to be a part of our team. You know, so a lot of them will, if not all of them, will go on to play professional ball. You know, you have no idea where you're going to go, and a lot of them end up coming back to where you know the states that they grew up in are. Grew up in, or the states they played college ball in, because those are some of the connections that they made, and those are some of the relationships that they can lean on once they do finally hang, you know, hang up the cleats. So, yeah, I, I felt like I was pretty good at making those connections in college. Um, but obviously, if I had a platform like this, where I got to, you know, on a weekly basis, really get to know the fan base, really get to demonstrate my personality, um, you know, definitely would have, oh, you know, probably even set me up even, you know, further uh, once I did, you know, decide to, to move on from, from athletics.
1: Yeah. And, um, let's see. Oh, I've been neglecting my YouTube comments. Um, uh Oh, there we go. Got some Georgia people in the house tonight. What's up, Jason. How you doing buddy? There we go. Um, and here's the interesting thing. So here's the people from the LSU drop. Um, Miles Brennan's their quarterback, so you can't get bigger than a quarterback in, in uh, SEC. Kayshawn's one of
2: the top receivers, yeah. Yep. Kayshawn's one of the top receivers. Um, now, have yeah, Blake and Trey, two great baseball players. BJ's a top 10 pick in next year's draft, so yeah, we we're got some studs.
1: And you got some gymnasts. You have some baseball players that signed up with LSU, so it's not strictly the football players either. So how did you guys decide to expand from just not – the college football and get all type of div one athletes in there.
2: Uh, well, when we kind of were we're deciding to expand and we looked at some of the universities, uh, you looked at you know obviously Georgia we hit well because it was football and they're about to win a national championship, so you know it was just perfect timing. But when you looked at like LSU and there's a big you know big fan base for baseball there, uh, their gymnastics is is absolutely phenomenal. You know, Oklahoma, uh, they just won the, the national championship for both gymnastics and softball. We have two of their top gymnasts and two of their top softball players. Um, so when you start to look at these, these universities and see some of the athletes and some of the teams that the fans, you know, love and know and want to get to know, we're like, man, why don't we include them, include them on this project? You know, this isn't, you know, the players lounge, uh, college football NFTs. This is the players lounge. This is for every player that wants to jump in there and, and interact and uh, get to know their fan base. And um, so, yeah, we're like, man, why not take advantage uh, and also get some new eyeballs on the project? You know, because once you get, like, I would say seven, A of the top football players, all the fans usually generally follow them, you know, on social media. Uh, but then you start getting some gymnasts in there. That brings even more eyeballs in the project. That brings even more people into our ecosystem. And, and we want to be as inclusive as we can uh, to bring people in.
1: Yeah. And so you have LSU dropping this Saturday. What can you tell us about that? What What are the details? How do people get hooked up with that?
2: Uh, so we are, yeah, we're super excited. We're doing our, our, our pre-launch. Uh, we'll be selling a thousand um, of these, these, we call them the Bayou Cat crew, uh, NFTs and um, we're actually doing our first, you know, once again, going back to utility. I'm actually flying down to Baton Rouge tomorrow. Uh, we are doing a uh, launch party at a restaurant called Walk-Ons there in, in Baton Rouge. Our players are going to be there. All fans are welcomed. Uh, you don't even have to own one of the NFTs during the pre-sale to, to – to, uh, uh, to, to come. Uh, we will have gifts and, and merchandise and memorabilia, signed stuff from the players that you can win if you do own one uh, to join those raffles. But it's kind of a just get to know the players, hang out um, and kind of show that utility. And then we will drop the rest of the you know, Bayou Cat crew, uh, NFTs, digital passes uh, on July 23rd with six more of our teams uh, from across the country.
1: So you're going to drop six teams on July 23rd?
2: We Yeah, we'll drop the rest of LSU on July 23rd, but then we'll drop Texas, Oklahoma, Alabama, Auburn, uh, Tennessee, and Clemson. So that's why we're doing that big event at the, the, um, uh-huh. the, the Hall of Fame, College Football Hall of Fame here in Atlanta. We're bringing all those athletes. We're bringing all those fans, and we're going to make it super competitive. You know, what team can sell the fastest uh, and really pit school versus school. You know, we got obviously Texas first uh, – Oklahoma, we got Auburn versus Alabama. So we're trying to play into some of the natural rivalries that are already out there. Uh, and, and, and and try to gamify this thing as much as we can to really um you know have fun with the
1: players and have fun with the fans. Nice. Um yeah, I'm missing some. I thought I captured all the schools, but uh you, you rattled off even more there.
2: Yeah, you're missing Tennessee and you're missing uh you're missing Clemson.
1: Yeah, I'm slacking, slacking on my preparations
2: come on come on i'm gonna
1: tell your co-host yeah uh, the the kids and uh it's it's amazing what i can do but the artwork for this is uh actually pretty cool um looking i mean your art team always kills it i mean it's it's pretty awesome i, I love i love the different ones coming out um different features, you know, it just wasn't just the same features dropped from the DGD onto the, to the cats. So I did like the different things coming out with them, the different furs. Now, is there going to be a... And,
2: and, 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 and just FYI, we are licensed through the university. Um, so we will, we are, and you saw some of, that, we are able to use um, their, their IP and their trademarks on our mascots, which is huge for us. And we, you know, the goal for us is to get uh, license with every university that we, you know, we uh, bring on board going forward. We just feel like, you know, being associated with the university, being able to use, you know, the LSU or the Hookem or OU or some of the stuff that is very specific to those universities makes our product uh, a little bit more genuine to those fan bases,
1: yeah, I did see that I saw you know this had the Tigers on it, then I saw one of the other ones had l s u on it, so I was that was one of my questions i'm yep. like, so did you get licensed through the school so that's awesome, you know hopefully ohio states yep. Ohio state's listening, and they get with the program because they they're missing out on an opportunity, but
2: Oh, I mean, once we once we uh, have some success this weekend, trust me, I'll be sending uh, some articles up to Ohio State because they want to have the project, but um, there legal. are some things that they weren't rolling the budge on. Yeah, legal stuff. I I get it. <laughs> yeah.
1: But yeah, this, this it's is- hard
2: to uh, it, it's it's hard to make a Buckeye without getting licensed, and uh, they didn't want us to get licensed.
1: Um, oh, Come on, Ohio State. You got you got yeah. the you got the copyrighted. I'm like, after three what years. other Come mascot on. can we use?
2: Yeah, what Nothing. other mascot can we use? We actually made it pretty for for a Buckeye, which is not easy to 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 make look sexy. Uh, I thought our, our team of artists did a good job making a Buckeye look pretty good as a mascot. So, yeah. uh, but unfortunately, they they want to do a project on their own, I guess, as a university. So they didn't want us, you know, essentially taking uh, the Buckeye mascot.
1: Yeah, they got to get with the program. Now, how did this go this weekend? Oh yeah! Well, this is upcoming this week, but the auction was last week. No, this was
2: the auction was last weekend. It was great. Uh, we sold five cards. Uh, I think the first one, uh, the first one went on for auction. The one of one to actually drive with Kendall uh, at the BMW performance, performance school there in Athens, gets in South Carolina. Uh, I think it went for around fifteen hundred. Uh, then we sold four more. I think anywhere somewhere around six hundred bucks a pop. So I would say, I'm pretty sure the majority of the money went back to Kendall. Um, right around 90 percent of it. So it was a nice payday for Kendall. And then those fans who won those five passes get to go on a BMW performance driving uh, experience with Kendall and and you know about four or five more other former UJ athlete. So we're we're really excited about it. One of our guys went there, um, Travis last week and he called me on his way back from South Carolina. Just like, dude, that was freaking awesome. <laughs> he said I was taking a BMW 120 around these tracks and it was a freaking blast. So uh I'm jealous because I can't go because I'll be in Baton Rouge. But uh it's gonna be an awesome time and you know this goes back to the brand building I talked about. Kendall came to us and said, hey listen, you know, I want to do an NFT. I want to do a one-on-one. Um, and is there anything I could do around cars? So we called BMW, pitched them. They said, heck yeah, this is awesome. Let's make this happen. Uh, so we partnered with them in their, in their performance driving school to bring this opportunity for Kendall to, to, to once again demonstrate his, his his love for cars and then share that with the fan base uh, when they all go out there next weekend.
1: Yeah, that. That's going to be an awesome time, and that car was at the golf tournament, and that was a pretty sick car that they had there, Um, and a Mm -hmm. lot of people were snapping pictures. Funny story about Kendall. His dad was at the golf tournament. He was hanging out at the after party. He was there at the tailgate the next day, um, and I was talking to one of the big players here in Upland, K-Twice. Um, and he was like, he goes, yo, I told him I just got back from Georgia, didn't say anything about meeting Big Chris. And he's like, one of the kids from my training facility, uh, he's, he's going to be their stud running back down there, Kendall Milton. I'm like, I met his dad. He goes, get out of here. He's like, Big Chris doesn't know I do this. He goes, it's going to be so, he goes, it's this guy. I go, yeah, it's that guy. And there was a picture of uh, <laughs> Casey and Chris together. And I'm like, it's such a small world. It's kind of funny how that is. You're out in Clovis, California, and I fly down to Georgia, and it's just so random and funny.
2: Yeah, he is, uh, he is big, Chris. Well, Kendall's a big dude, too, obviously. Um, but <laughs> yeah. he was actually, when you were there for the golf tournament, he was on my team, and we had a blast. And, you know, he he loved this vision and, and opportunity for his son. So, um, you know, we had some more of these experiences coming out. We have a golf experience. You know, we're getting ready to launch end of the summer with two of our players and uh, a golf brand. Um, you know, those kids needed some new golf clubs. They literally called me and said, Hey, Aaron, do you know any hookups with golf clubs? I'm like, well, why don't we turn this into an experience? You know, if you guys are willing to play golf with, with some fans, you know we can call some brands, get you some free clubs, and in return we'll co brand an NFT with that 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 those clubs, sell them, and you know what is it? It's going to be those two and six fans get to go play around the golf. So you know these are the fun things that you can do um, with these with the players with with certain brands, and obviously in the in the digital space connecting you know these people together.
1: Yeah. Um, So you have these school launches, you have these player experiences, you have people at each school managing these individual experiences, or it's all done through you guys at the players lounge. Are you guys branching out that each school's managing it a little, or are you guys kind of still overseeing it as you're getting it up and running?
2: We're overseeing a lot of it. You know, it's our baby and and we're still a young company. So we're trying to make sure everything is done right. But uh, you know, long, long days. I mean, it's, it's, you know, seven and when I get off with you tonight, I probably got another hour and, you know, they got to wake up at six a.m. and, and fly to Baton Rouge. So, you know, we're putting a lot of hours and a lot of work into it and, and, and fingers crossed, you know, these next five weeks leading up to, especially that, that launch in July, um, you know, will be worth it, which we feel very confident it will be. So we're, we're loving the process. We do have support at each one of these universities. Uh, we hire out essentially ambassadors, former players, um, that that are are well represented in the community that are well respected by the fan bases and that can kind of help us uh, with with engaging with the players with with making sure that we're not having to do all the babysitting I'm not having to babysit 150 kids Uh, they help me a lot when it comes to that of making sure the kids are showing up the discord on time or showing up to events on time and uh, this and the other so it's it's been a help getting them on board but um, yeah we're still growing and and you know, I think we'll have more capability of growing after that July event.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. And then congratulations to you and Keith being uh, named co-CEOs just uh, about a month ago. So congratulations there. That's uh, I know the four of you guys are tight and it's just titles to you guys, but still that's, that's a big thing. And it carries weight when you're talking to schools and all that.
2: Yeah. I mean, that was really what it was for. I mean, we, we, it is titles. I mean, it's, it's, we all work extremely well together. You know, we all have our areas that we really focused on. You know, I'm more player engagement, ambassador engagement, engaging with the universities. Uh, Keith is a lot of the business side of, of, of things, um, and legal a little bit. Travis, uh, legal and, and, uh, functions and entertainment, uh, along with Aaron Light, uh, who does a lot of the planning and, and dealing with the media. Uh, and then Mandy and our social team do a great time. So, you know, we all have our avenues. So once again, like the, the, the CEO role, CEO or COO or whatever that we have for our titles really doesn't mean anything. We know what we need to do to make this company successful. You know, we stay in our lanes. You know, we, we you know, talk throughout the day that makes sure everyone knows what they're doing and, and everyone's aligned with the overall vision. But, um, yeah, it's, 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 it's running pretty well right now.
1: Yeah. Now, when you guys initially launched the dgds back in january did you already have the visions of doing these one-of-one nft drops for the players experience or was that something that was as you've been brainstorming storming with gig labs and and your team and the different people that in the community, because there's a lot of people in the community that reach out to you guys and give you guys ideas and you guys have been listening. So where did that all come about? Because when I first saw that, I'm like, this is awesome. And this is a great path to go down.
2: Yeah. I mean, we honestly, some of the people that are now working in, in, in higher roles for us actually came from the community. You know, they reached out to us and say, Hey, listen, you know, we have expertise and, and, in these areas, this is what we're doing. Uh, we would love to help you guys in some way or the other. Uh, so it's been great to really lean on our community to to help us out and and and, and you know share some ideas. So it's been that's been awesome. Um, but I, it was definitely not a plan initially to do these experience. I mean, the, you know, we didn't know if we would do anything after the Georgia mascot drop. Um, <laughs> you know, we were just so. I mean, no one has ever really done it before. I mean, right. we didn't know if it would be successful. If it wouldn't be successful. Uh, obviously it went really, really well, and then all of a sudden, you know, my phone's ringing from schools and, and buddies of mine at other universities. Like, oh my goodness, how do we bring this to our school? How do we do this? We're like, okay, well, I guess I guess this isn't just a you know a fun three month project. Maybe this this has legs to it. Uh, you know, then we started exploring obviously the idea of bringing it to other schools. You know, and then from there it kind of turned into. Uh, I would say the experiences are kind of like what happened with Kendall Milton. He just brought it up to us one day and we we're like, man, why don't we do something along those lines and then find a way to connect players and, and fans. And then we started reaching out to more players and asking them, you know, if we would do a one-on-one of one, what would you want yours to be with? And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a good start to that. Like I said, the BMW experience should be a good time for everyone this week. Um, I'm super excited about some of these player cards that, uh, Keith has a call tomorrow morning with an artist. Uh, he sent us some samples that are absolutely stupid amazing, uh, and they're going to be really, really sexy when they come out. You know, goal is end of July, beginning of August. So uh, yeah, we're dabbling a little bit of everything, but, you everything. Know, the mascot drop builds the community. Uh, once the community is built, you're able to really tap into it, start doing some of these experiences, uh, roll out some fun player cards, work with you uh, to create some more utility when it comes to gamifying the entire process um, so there's a lot of things we want to do um, you know take it one step at a time and make sure that we're we're not trying to move too too fast um, but but always always playing for the future
1: oh absolutely and what's been your best experience so far in this journey I know it's still a young company but what what was your your like this is amazing like what was that moment for you
2: I would honestly say this past week. So you know, we have five weeks of the drop. Um, so we we hit up all of our players from all the university and said, Hey, this is when we're gonna really kick things in high gear. We gotta really take this thing to the next level and we gotta f- to engage with the community. So a lot of them were tweeting and Instagram, I mean, like, hey, come join us in the Discord tonight, come hang out with us. Uh, and I'm telling you, man, our Discord the past four nights has been so electric with fans, with players. Uh, from, from some of the top schools in the country, some of the top players in the country. I mean, it is just buzzing, buzzing, buzzing. So I'm, I'm, I'm literally sitting back watching our Discord on my computer saying this is what it's about. I mean, this is, the, this is what we wanted to create. We wanted to create a safe place for our players and fans to interact on a daily basis, get to know each other where it's not just, hey, I'm the fan, I'm the player, but you know, build that friendship, build that relationship. You know, have that safe place where a player can come in there and chat and talk. Um, you know, and kind of express himself and, and really seeing that blossom these these past four days has been so much fun. And like I said, seeing the players get in there and during times when we don't ask them to be in there just to jump in and talk uh, has, has made it even more special.
1: Yeah, and that's pretty cool because I. I don't know. I wasn't a division one college athlete doing football, but I I hear it's time consuming and, and, uh, but it's awesome that the guys do jump in when, uh, when they have a free second just to, because they're enjoying it too. It's just, you know, yeah, they're getting promoted from their um, name image likeness and they have to do stuff, but they're enjoying it so much. They do it uh, on their own. So,
2: yeah. But, I mean that, that was the goal. So I'm telling you that to me, that was this week has been the moment. We're like, okay, this is working. Uh, people are enjoying this, and, and people are loving the
1: interaction. No, and that's awesome. And I've been neglecting the Discord, unfortunately, due to just everything else going on in my life. And I, I get a message from Thomas or or Guitar Tim, and you know, it's it. I'm in the Black Joker Club, so we got our own little discord for owning a black joker. So I do have that. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, we are,
2: we will have other, um, uh, we will have other Joker S traits, I guess you can call them for, uh, other universities. So there will be something to that, to that, to that, uh, side. That's more tie. You know, I'm not, I'm not on the art side. He kind of gives me some hints every now and then, but I'm, <laughs> I, I'm just as surprised as you. when I see some of these, these, uh, mascots come out i'm like wow that's actually really sweet and and you said it earlier but our, our artists are absolutely tremendous i think they've you know I, I loved our bulldogs i think they've taken a whole nother step when it comes to the traits and the actual avatars for you know not only lsu but you know you're going to see a lot of really awesome looking stuff here in the next couple of weeks when we start releasing some more of the artwork for these other schools i'm
1: very excited um so how are you guys as a team thinking about just the state of the overall economy, the the stock market, crypto market and all that and planning for these drops in itself? Has it made you guys rethink some strategy? Has that concerned you yet or you're still getting positive engagement that it's not a concern at the moment?
2: We're still getting positive engagement, you know, cuz we obviously we 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 use blockchain technology. It is an NFT, but you know, I don't think the overall NFT or crypto market affects us in the sense of, you know, what we're selling is, is really that utility and we're selling multiple things. We're selling the NIL opportunity which right now is bigger than it, it than it's ever been. And I know it's still in its infancy. It's only been a year since the law changed, but it is super competitive. It's, you know, so for fan.
1: Some, some players are getting more than their position coaches. Oh, I know. It's
2: it's crazy, <laughs> but I mean, it, it, it's the way it is. So, you know, for fans to be able to say, hey, listen, you know, for 200 bucks, I get to buy a, a you know, an NFT that I get to interact with my favorite players I know that a, a large portion of that is going into their pocketbooks to make sure that they stay at our university and don't go to other places to make money. Uh, I feel like I'm giving back to the football team. You know, we're, I don't feel like we're really you know pricing anyone out right now. And like I said, you know what we're offering really isn't. Um, I think kind of shields us from what's going on in the NFT world. You know, we keep trying to preach to, to fans. You know, all it is is a, it's a ticket. Yeah, that's that's it is. I mean, it, when you go to a game nowadays, your ticket's on your phone. You scan it. You would access into the stadium. All this is is a ticket to our community. You know, our community is your, your favorite players, and you get to interact with them uh, almost daily uh, and also get to hang out with some of these awesome fans as well.
1: Now, for the people that own multiples of these that do these things, it'd be pretty cool that, you know, you make them have to decide which dog they want to check in with or which cat they want to check in with because you could build like a a in-person like, oh, I got the badge for this event. I got a badge for this event. So you could like level up your dog or your cat or whatever it may be with the in-person mm-hmm. events. And now you got like, so you got five dogs and you're like, which one do I use? You know, I, I want to collect all these badges, you know, do I just want to level one up? Do I want to distribute it? That would be something pretty cool that you could make that, that functionality that this dog has been to every tailgate that they've had, you know, in the last two years, you know, so that, that could be something you guys could do too.
2: This, this, is, this is why we need, this is why we need you in the house. Come on. <laughs> you're, the, you're the creative side with all this, you know, Extra fun gamification of the entire process. Uh, thank,
1: thank me later. Blows me out of the water on that. You know, I just, I just kind of give a thing here or there. But gamification, he's got it. But I, I do have some good ideas that I want to see you guys do. So we'll definitely continue to talk on that.
2: Nice. Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. We, we, we. Like I said we've, we've had some good conversations, and you know, we'd love to continue to lean on you guys, especially as we get through these next six drops of. of you know, ways to create some competition during the season, you know, fantasy football style, Uh, you know, with the avatars and even throwing in some of those player cards.
1: Yeah, I'm excited for the player cards. And and I know you guys you guys had a talk with Moment Ranks. So, you know, on the side, I would love to talk with somebody on Moment Ranks on something else that I'd like to do with Upland. So if we could work that out too, that would be awesome. So Because I know they're right there in Atlanta also. Yeah,
2: bring it on. We're, we're ready for it. Yeah,
1: because I'd like to. Yeah, I think so. I haven't met those guys, but I'm pretty sure. Keith talked to him, I think. Or he had a call with him. I don't nice. know if it ever went through. I'm so. sure he did. Yeah, he's been,
2: he Keith is, yeah.
1: I, I'll hit him up. Um, but I do appreciate your time. You got anything else you want to say before I get you out? Because I know you got to take care of the family, get ready, got some work to do, got to catch an early flight. Oh, airplane. I just got to. Uh, I,
2: I got I to. Gotta, Yeah. Got to go, got to go get packed up for that, that early flight tomorrow, but no, I appreciate you having me super excited. And um, obviously we'll keep you guys posted on how this weekend goes.
1: Yes. uh, Look forward to it. Um, And then of course, in this video description, I'll have all the links for the Bayou uh, cat crew, the players lounge, the DGD, the discord. So that will all be in the comments here. So definitely check them out and because they'll be coming to a college near you within the next, 18 to 24 months. So if you're a college sports fan, this is definitely a great project to be a part of. Um, I flew from Ohio to take part of their event. So it's that good. (laughs) And they live up to it. All right, Aaron, safe travels. Thank you so much. Um, Looking forward to hopefully, hopefully snagging me a cat on Saturday and then looking forward to the huge drop in July. All right. Have a good one.
2: We're excited, man. Have a great one. Thank you guys.
1: All right. Bye. All right. Aaron Murray and uh the players lounge there. So I'm all by myself still. I was hoping that TM would jump in or Dizzy would jump in. Um hey, you're welcome, Jason. Thanks for tuning in, bud. Um yeah, I was hoping I'd I'd have a little co host to join me somewhere in, in this, but uh still flying solo. That's all right. Um I'll break everything down. Huh. There we go. We got the market update. So instead of the top five, I went with the top 10 city floors um, because we've been looking at Manhattan, Rutherford, Santa Clara, San Francisco, Bronx, on and on. And nothing's really changed. They've been the top five for a while. But there's a lot of movement going on below that. Um, so looking at that, over the last week, The market's been pretty solid, pretty steady. Um, Manhattan dropped under 100 k and, you know, it's approaching the $60 mark again. But other than that, everybody else is green. It's pretty solid. Uh, Fresno shot up on the upex side, um, dropped just 1% on the U.S. dollar side, no big deal. Staten Island um, came up big on the U.S. dollar floor price, um, jumped up to $7.39 for a 23.17% gain. And uh, Brooklyn, Brooklyn jumped up uh, 11% on the epic side of the house. So top 10 after uh, the Bronx is Fresno, Oakland, Staten Island, Kansas City, and Brooklyn. So I, with as bad as crypto has been in the regular market and inflation here in the States, I'm pretty happy with the way it's performed over the last week. But the last week doesn't tell you much. You want to take a bigger picture. So as we zoom out to the 12-week change, in the top ten city floors, um, we look uh, we look at it. Manhattan is down almost thirty percent on the upic side of the house over the last twelve weeks, and twenty five percent on the U.S. dollar side of the house. Rutherford, the the mafia out there continues to keep pushing the floor higher and higher, uh, up seventeen percent, and their U.S. dollars is staying. Um, Pretty pretty solid there at $45, or I mean $44. Uh, San Francisco, I, I still don't get it. And if Thank Me Later was here, he would be upset with San Francisco being the Genesis city and why it's not performing any better. Um, but if you compare it to Manhattan, Rutherford, and Santa Clara, it has way more properties by a lot um, and way more properties in the Bronx. So at almost $150,000 properties. It, it's doing pretty well. Uh, the Bronx is down also. So your top five has been down over time. Fresno, Upex has been pretty even while your U.S. dollar floor is up 24%. Uh, Oakland and Staten Island are down about 15, 16, 17%. UPEX-wise, and 7%, 8% to 9% U.S. dollars-wise. Kansas City making a big jump over the last uh, 12 weeks. Kansas City, you could usually find some great deals. Um, They were usually somewhere between 5,000 UPEX and 8,000 UPEX. They're all the way up at 9,475 this week, Uh, 20% or 18.5% gain over the last 12 weeks. And Brooklyn, uh, they're down, and they round out the top 10 um and then if we do want to zoom in just a little bit and look at the 30-day change manhattan still down san francisco santa clara not down that much uh rutherford as i said they're continuing to drive the floor prices up um working on some new graphics for hopefully next week's episode and then the bottom five cities this is where i see the encouraging news um so, last week, Cleveland was number four, Nashville was number five. Los Angeles was sitting about number eight last week on the lowest cities, uh, but it it dropped six percent, and only a six percent drop dropped it to number four, so you can see a lot of movement going on on the bottom five cities. I'll provide more um, I'll provide more insights on the bottom five. I haven't collected the data as long. As I have for the top cities, so I'll continue to improve on that. We always look to provide you guys with uh better insights each and every week. Um, Cleveland bounces anywhere from number four to number eight back and forth, but they did take a big dip in their u s dollar floor price down fifteen percent there. But why I'm excited about the bottom five cities is it's pretty stable, you know it's pretty stable. So that shows that the overall health of the upland economy is doing well. Um, Las Vegas launched with their seventy-seven thousand properties, and it hasn't really impacted. Um, hasn't impacted it as bad as everybody thought. Even with the announcement of Rio, they haven't given us a date when we're going international. But you know, it, it will be. It will be well timed with the rest of the supply and demand. And speaking of supply and demand, we look at the overall sold out. You know, these things just aren't as fun without Thank Me Later here to uh, provide his insight and insults, but I'm working through it. Um, Los Angeles, 66%. Las Vegas had a big jump this week. They're they're up to 72%, but that is still an asterisk because all of Las Vegas is not issued out. You know, it hasn't been opened up for minting, but of what's available, 72% of Las Vegas. So we're still staying pretty steady. Detroit's made a couple of uh, a percent gain since last week. If we compare it over the last four weeks... Um, I did say Las Vegas was 8% since last week. Everybody else is compared to four weeks ago. Um, Queens went up 4%. Detroit went up 3%. So still no reason to release more of Las Vegas or launch Rio. Um, we're, we're still looking at a pretty steady economy with supply and demand. Um, and here's one of my new favorite slides to talk about. Is the percent markup for each city in UPEX and U.S. dollars. Um, Rutherford is 470% marked up for their floor price, so the cheapest property, or it's 470%, OPEX, 350% U.S. dollars. Manhattan's at 270%, followed by San Francisco at 225, Fresno at 199, um, Surprises is Staten Island at 189. I just don't see the attraction there, but it's still one of the five boroughs. And, and if you look at this, three out of the five New York City boroughs are here in the highest marked up uh, prices. Um, in a down, once again, not financial advice, but in a down market, these are a great time to take advantage of the. the the down prices, even though they are elevated US dollars. I didn't do the, do the, um, rankings per se. Uh, this was just with the top OPEX. Um, and yeah, and this is for next week. That is the, would you accept that offer? Um, (laughs) so we, TM did jump in here, and he just realized that I was flying solo. Um, yeah, but anyway, there was that. Now, cars did launch this week. Uh, they did have Upland did have the um, cars go off, which was pretty awesome. They did reveal the SUV, and if you guys didn't see the SUV video, they they do look kind of kind of nice. I do, I do like the SUVs. I was able to, um, score an SUV. I was actually eighth in line. There were 16 or 17 that were actually minted, but that is looking pretty nice. And then they did do the semi-truck reveal itself. I was really hoping to get one of these semi-trucks semi trucks are going to be huge. I do have an outdoor decor shop in Beta, which the Upland team keeps yelling at me about because I'm so indecisive about what I want to do. Um Yeah. So there was that ooh, I have a three-person round table outstanding. Oh, they want to do sports. <laughs> We're talking about Upland. We just did sports, Franklin. We just did sports. But, yeah, those were launched um it was pretty great. You did have the other series ones released um, mints four through eight, and then you had the s series four through ten. I was really hoping to grab an s series I know thank me later was cleaning house he was making deals on Facebook on Discord, and he was I think he secured everything but a semi truck um. But cars are going to be so vital, and if you haven't stopped by the M Motors, it has been uh, um, pretty nice watching the new cars. Uh, your son and I'm curious what the cargo part of the truck will look like. They said that the semi tra- the the trailer part is coming with it, so I would expect it to. I don't know if it's going to match the cab, or it will just probably be plain white, or you know. Eh. I would imagine that it would be plain white. This is just me speculating that it would be plain white. And at some point in time, you'll be able to put skins to it, take it to an auto body shop and be able to apply uh, different skins. You see, absolutely. It's a branding opportunity. You see, you're on it. You know, you'll go ahead and take it to a shop and you can either advertise on it, advertise your meta venture shop, advertise your manufacturing shop. So it could be pretty good. Or you can even build uh, uh, your own, shipping company. Uh, depending on how many semis they do produce, you could just be the whole transit company that takes things from the warehouse or the storage yard to to the showrooms. Um, I see a full-fledged economy coming with these types of things. Uh, how big of a property needs to, for, to park? They have not said. Um, I'm not really sure. And I'm not even going to speculate on that one. But... You could probably, and that's another thing. If you're somebody that has a lot of properties that have big up square values to it, you could create, you know, semi truck parking, so you can park the trailers or park the semi trucks. So there, there's a lot of opportunities that I can see coming to the upland metaverse. Yeah, the cars are pretty small, but you still have the semi trucks with the trailers, which will be pretty long and. It should fit on most properties, but I don't see you putting it on. You can't put a semi in its trailer on every property. But you'll have the opportunity to build. You could build storage facilities like that. And then we do have Spark Week going on right now. And... We have Spark Week going on. You do have the Thrifty Trader going on in Las Vegas. That's always cool to partake in the Thrifty Trader, trying to win one of those block explorers. If you talk to Thank Me Later, the block explorers are always the, you know, he's telling you that you're sleeping on block explorers and legits. And I'm... uh I'm slacking on Legits. We have about a week left to buy the 2021 Legits. And I had this whole plan of how I was going to buy certain teams, certain positions, and all that. And I've bought absolutely none because Upland's done a great job of sucking every ounce of my spare Upex out of pocket. Um, congratulations, Chicago Spartan, on getting one of the candy red coupes. Um, oh, being 12th in line. Wow, that's nice. Uh, I wonder if people were just looking for financing there and weren't, weren't able to find it. Um, But yeah. So the legit, we got a week left and uh, I'm so far behind and I did, I did leverage my Chicago airport terminal for a loan. So I could buy my uh, Genesis van, which TM stole the, mint three of the Cleveland Brown style that I'm still kind of upset with them about. But so I had to take out a little loan using my Chicago terminal as collateral and the community doesn't sleep because all of a sudden everybody's like, Hey, I saw you sold that. Uh, I would have paid you more for it. Or do you want to sell your San Francisco one? Blah, 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 blah. And then I had to explain that, Hey, it was just collateral. So I didn't have to Fiat in at this point in time because That was making me sick to my stomach Paying that much for a van versus a car. Um, So, yes, very lucky. I got stuck with a Genesis van. But it's still a Genesis, which I'm going to park and not drive around anywhere, keep the mileage down. But all in all, I am happy that I do have a Genesis car from that week. You know, a lot of people couldn't afford it or have that opportunity, so... I'm sorry for complaining about that. Um, I do have a couple minutes left in the show. I'll go ahead and bring TM and uh, I'll bring in TM and Franklin, fifty-two, the founder of the Franklin Bombs. What's going on, TM? How are we doing tonight?
0: Good man. Good man. Good to have you and Franklin on here on this uh, last-minute uh, trifecta. Yeah. <laughs>
1: What's good? Yeah. Um, and when you're not talking, yeah, I'm, you're getting bad feedback. I was trying to get... TM. When you're not talking, you get bad feedback for some reason. Uh, um, now, actually... sound decent? You sound decent, Franklin, um, to answer the question, who provided the loan for you? Now, I reached out to somebody that I knew that I had up X, and I negotiated the deal and used the collateral with Meyer my airport. So it's a, it's a player. I know a player that I trust. And, you know, we, we've, and one of the, uh, a, a long time player. So, you know, we worked out a deal on the side that, Hey, he'd lend me the upex and I had time to uh, pay it back. So I didn't, I didn't go to one of the banking services or the loan services. I reached out, uh, and used my network connections.
0: Nice. Is this better? I, I stepped in
1: Yeah, there you go. Much better.
0: All right, cool. Yeah, man, I had, like, two hours to get that powder blue truck. And I was like, oh, man. And after the first round went through, one of them was gone. I was like, all right, maybe some people are going to sleep on this. So that didn't happen. No. <laughs> I logged back in two hours later because i like, I'm not going to stress this. Because, like, if I got the candy red, I was like, well, maybe I can move some things around to make that happen. But, uh, yeah, it's, it would have been nice to get one of those trucks.
1: So what do you think about the uh – what do you think about them releasing these cars for sale right after the Genesis um, auction?
0: Uh, it it felt a little uh, felt a little bit of pain <laughs> looking at the the fact that I spent twenty five fifty on on my orange and somebody else could have got it for what four hundred thousand.
3: Right, like so the Mint three versus the Mint four. Would you have really cared? But it was a general cute. Q or whatever so that uh you don't know that you're gonna get it. So you knew you were gonna get your top three spot. Well, in a way. I know that uh you had to bid in order to be there and you didn't know if somebody was gonna last second bid and you kinda thought that you were out, but uh I don't know. You were more guaranteed, so I like that I kind of like that the whales had a chance to or like I don't doesn't even really have to be a whale. I could have if I wanted to, I just have decided not to myself. But uh on the first cars
0: yeah the way i look at it is i I guaranteed myself a top 10 spot with you know the van i wanted for tailgating on uh, brown sundays hopefully i get a child abduction uh, gunmetal gray pulled up next to me to tailgate (laughs) with browns games there's
3: there was a (laughs) pay-to-play option and a lottery pick so i think it was good to both crowds so i actually kind (laughs) of like it
1: yeah and these prices were a lot more um they were they were a lot more generous than the auction prices, but you know it's a Genesis Week thing, so. right? Let's talk about that a little. Uh,
3: I know in the Facebook group, a lot of people were still complaining that 180k was way too high, but I'd I'd personally be fine all a day paying 180k. I don't care if it goes lower or not. Um, I think it's a premium utility for now, or it's not even a utility yet. My bad. I don't want to use a word that it's not, but I'm okay. I would, I mean, 180. I'd pay 8, uh, 18, 820 is a little high for the sports car, but um, I'm actually fine with keeping them there. And maybe in the future, when we have more different kinds of cars that aren't from um, M Motors, maybe you'll find a cheaper route for a daily driver. Then, but uh, I don't know. That's my
1: idea. But Sorry. but also think about it. So you still have the sports cars. They were 840,000 up You had the uh, semi trucks, 450,000 up but the SUVs were 180,000. So if you kind of think about that, you know, your sedans and your uh, economy cars, they're a lot cheaper than your SUVs. So as they continue to roll these out and they continue to make more of these models, Your everyday driving cars, you know, your your eco cars, your sedans, your your you know two door cars, they're going to be a lot cheaper than 180k. So, you know, you're seeing the prices come down. It's an SUV, which is a larger model. We haven't seen pickup trucks yet, which I would expect them to be right around 180k, maybe pushing 250k. Um, But it will it will come down and still these are the first ones uh for from a collector standpoint it's pretty awesome you know you want to collect your low mints the first ones that are coming out the series ones this and that um but at the same time it's going to be cheaper these are the first ones and there's still a lot of players that are interact you know there's a lot of players in the game that want this utility and there will be affordable cars coming this is just as they're rolling them out and you know, some pay, some people have the ability to pay with upEx that they're earning off their properties, other people have to fiat in for it. So it's just not an all in all cash grab, because there's different ways to pay for this. You know, it wasn't like they were doing this like spark where you have to pay uh, US dollars for. 100%. So how cheap do you hope to see them them go,
3: in your own opinion, like do sports car and then the economy vehicle separately? And uh, since they won't be the low mints, how how cheap do you hope that
1: they get? Because I don't want them to be too too cheap because these will have quicker
3: utility than some
1: other things. I, I could see a sedan, a four-door sedan, being about 90,000 up X. Um, and I could see an economy car. What about
0: your cheap little uh,
1: I, I could, and, and then I was going to say, what about your cheap little force? Yeah, I could see it going low as like 45,000
0: up X. Interesting. Yeah, cause, I mean, you look at like a taxi, like uh you know, taxis are going to be a good service and then, you know, vans and trucks for, you know, hauling stuff for construction. I mean, semis aren't necessarily needed for everything, but, uh, You know, I'm really looking forward to the trucks. I'm a truck guy myself, and they might have a separate rollout for that just to get people excited about the first and fifth minute.
3: And then just as a clear and obvious thing for me, just because I know that some people are out there working with uh, outdoor decor and stuff like that, I think that the clear and obvious thing that someone needs to build is some kind of small stands, about four rows of stands. It's something easy and replicable that word works yeah that's fun and um to put it right next to the racetracks i think that would be super cool and then i have other da- ideas for sure i'm a big sports guy always collected around sports stadiums as other people know but i'm notorious for that i think people hit me up all the time in in uh discord and say hey you've got all the properties around there and i was like yep that's where i go
1: but here's what I don't understand,
0: Franklin. Who's your, who's your
1: team? Go ahead, Tim. That's all I could like, really. Oh, I was gonna say, who's Franklin's team? I want to know.
3: Uh, so I actually like that question in a way that I'm gonna answer you with a very vague question, of vague answer. I just watch the sports. Uh, I pick some players sometimes now. It's easier to say, let's say, I mean, I think I watch baseball the most, which is unpopular probably for most people, but so I'd go with the Braves because they're a homer team, but I watch most teams. The only team that I don't like is the Cubs, (laughs) so that's (laughs) random, but... But <laughs> well, me
0: and two, two would agree with you because they beat our Cleveland Indians in the Super Bowl. So I mean, you talking about the,
1: the Guardians? You mean the World Series? <laughs> oh, I,
0: don't, I, don't, I don't. I refuse to call them that, but I did accidentally say Super Bowl. so I guess I deserve it.
3: Oh man! But anyways, so but yeah. yeah, I collect around baseball stadiums too, and I know that baseball is not here yet, but I so it's not all inclusive that I
1: I do go for any stadium. Um But here's what I don't understand: you have been doing this since a while, for for over a year now um right my, my first property
3: was actually traded to me by um who is the i don't want
1: to is it june june that was the lead of uh panhandle um june june or yeah no um uh noise to Meet you was running running panhandle noise to meet you that's it thank you anyways he gave me my first
3: property and the only thing that was out at that point was san francisco that would have a stadium and he gave me probably low-key one of my favorite uh properties i could get anyways it's a baseballism store which sells uh quirky baseball saying t-shirts and things like that um and it's right next to the giant stadium so that was my first um sports related property. So thanks to him. And he traded it to me for, uh, uh, one of my panhandle properties or something like that. And then ever since then, as cities release, I, I, well, so, and if it didn't work out anymore, I'd find a different niche or whatever, but I decided it was a great secondary thing to chase because I like to chase things that other people aren't after. Like let's say in new Orleans, everybody was going, For Bourbon Street or French Quarters or something like that, I want to find somewhere else where I can also enjoy my properties that I have and think that I have a chance at them being flippable or holdable or whatever you may say. And I just find something slightly different than what everybody else wants,
0: but they might (laughs) want it later. Yeah, it's the same thing I do, Franklin. Like I'm a big corners guy. Like I go after all the corners. You got a triangle all by itself, I'm going to nab that up. You got a small square or a series of properties that make up a corner, I got it. So, like you going after those stadiums, I thought was brilliant. Let's make a let's make a quick hard pivot over here, real quick. Uh, we got NFT NYC going on coming up. Um, what on. kind of what kind of announcements do you guys? Have to do? Um,
1: before I answer that question. I- to the point that I was going to get with Franklin was I still don't understand how city releases and you don't have heavy competition that everybody's swamping those stadiums because you're still in there. Like, I said, them like I said, one more, one more time,
3: everybody else, at least very first, they want to go check out Las Vegas Boulevard, whatever. They want to go check out downtown. They want to go somewhere else. The very first place that I go and it's because it's my thing. I go to stadiums. I have a few other people that also enjoy that, but they come second in my opinion because I'm always over there first, and I'll grab a good chunk of it. I don't have to have every property because Loki. I don't even. I do want to have every property, and I don't because if I have every property, then that really diminishes my value because I'm the only one that holds whatever value. It either goes for what I say it goes for, or it doesn't go at all. Because I'll I'll hold businesses there, like in uh, my favorite spot is in uh, Santa Clara. I have all of the bigger properties right next to the 49ers. I hope to hold uh, businesses there and to give them to people like, I mean, I don't know, Too Stupid or whoever else that wants a sports shop eventually. And that would be cool for something like that. I don't know. Uh, It's just my
1: idea. Go ahead and ask me another question if you have it. I'm sorry to ramble. All right. Back to the big announcements from, I know Dirk had, I didn't get a chance to listen to Dirk today and his uh, keynote speaker. So I don't want to say anything without going back and watching that. Did you happen to watch that TM?
0: No, I didn't catch that. But during the executive meeting, I I picked up a gem or two. There might be um, some announcement of, a consolidation of other metaverses joining up in some way that I'm not going to disclose further. But uh, the network effect is very important in this industry, especially to metaverses. And uh, I think they're going to open it up a little bit, which makes me happy.
1: Yeah, that will be um, a conglomerate of metaverses will be very interesting.
0: So. yeah you can't ride solo on this kind of trick, so that's why that's why they're constantly working on partnerships and uh stuff like that the more the more news I hear about partnerships the more the more I'm enlightened you know whatever companies whatever other projects want to intermingle it with us that's just gonna make us more powerful so that makes me happy
1: yeah and i I really think with uh upland you know you have people that are upset that upland is you know, looking to the community to develop these different buildings and to develop this, to develop that. You know, I think that would be, that's the fastest way Upland is going to grow. And that's going to be the fastest way that they will attract these brands. Right now, everything's big and flashy with land and the Sandbox. But, you know, in the end, we have very cre- creative people in this community that do awesome work, and that will really... Have the game start moving forward. You know, the cars, the utilities, the semi-trucks, and the business is starting to roll out. Um, And then the more and more that we're able to put layers on top of Upland, and the more and more you're going to be able to interact with it, racing is going to be pretty awesome. Um, You know, first they're going to have theirs. And what's going to happen is Upland's going to do their tracks, and you're going to have a lot of haters out there saying, these tracks suck, I can design better ones, blah, 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 blah and you know what people probably will develop better ones. Um, but not everybody's going to develop a better one, but it's a start. It's always a start. And it's the step by step that they're working through that, you know, you got the NFL PA sooner or later, hopefully they work a deal with the NFL. They still have all the MLB stadiums locked. They'll probably, you know, you got soccer coming. There's so much going on that, you know, give it depending on the economy and the crypto space Give it 18, another 18 to 24 months and you'll be like, wow.
0: Yeah, this is one of those situations where you got to be patient. And uh, there's an old saying that says the uh, wealth flows from the impatient to the patient. And uh, I think this is one of those situations that kind of holds true. Even if Upland does nothing and they just keep on going at this pace that they're going without any new partnerships. Uh, There's also another saying that says, uh, high tides rise all ships. So even if upland totally craps the bed, the ship will be risen by the high tide of the metaverse, which I'm extremely bullish on across the board. (laughs) Like if you think that the metaverse is going nowhere, you got your head in the sand, you know?
1: Oh yeah. With the AR and the VR and everything that they're incorporating and you you got You know, and that's the thing right now, us as a community, we are still early. We are still early into Upland before these big corporations start figuring stuff out. If we have our roots and if we have our community and we have our things being built and developed and work together, you know, it's not just going to be a corporate takeover of the Upland metaverse. And that's going to be the thing is how fast can we do things as a community before big corporations understand what's going on here. Well, I just like the wording where uh,
3: they're, well, through the different layers, you're able to hold different items in escrow. And I think that that's going to allow utility more than anything else. Like, And even trading that people have been waiting for, that, that'll come along with it. I don't know if it'll be at first, but um, the idea that you're able to hold things and bring things in from different uh uh platforms or whatever and holding them in escrow and things like that i I just i i kind of understand the wording in it and it seems like it's gonna bring utility and i'm
0: glad for that
3: because people are asking for that all the time yeah
0: yeah franklin uh too stupid one of the big things that was a glaring concept in Las Vegas a little behind the behind the curtain peak was the escrow and when you think escrow think things like rental pay to use mini games all that kind of stuff that's going to bring in people and uh one of the things i just learned a couple of weeks ago was 60% of the revenue from gaming comes from mini games it comes from the stuff on your phone so when you think revenue think revenue share Think people using your property, people borrowing assets. I mean, that's a possibility. And what else is escrow for? Maybe to sell multiple properties to big conglomerates. I mean, there's tons of opportunity. So we have to, we have to look at escrow for what it is.
1: Oh, absolutely. And it's, it's going to be a game changer, and it's gonna, I think it's going to flip what we're used to in Upland upside down. All right. You guys, That's the hope. yeah, that's the hope. Um, you guys I was got to say, that's the hope you guys got anything, uh, before we get out of here for the week. Thanks for having me for a minute. I really enjoyed it.
0: TM. Yeah, me too. And, uh, you know, let's, let's all, let's all take and take a nap and think about how escrow is going to affect our gameplay. Cause it
1: will. Oh, absolutely. It will. Um, Now, everybody, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I know sports isn't some of your guys' flavor, but what the Players' Lounge is doing with name, image, and likeness and connecting fans and college athletes is amazing. So I do bring projects on from time to time. So thank you guys um, for for bearing through that. If that's not your cup of tea, let's see here. I hope when big corporations will join Upland, they don't put regulations on Metaverse. Uplanders will be spending... Yeah, yep, I agree um let's see thanks as always for the content great job thank you so much appreciate you always tuning in each week appreciate you listening um definitely thank Aaron Murray if you guys are into that it's it's a great utility Franklin was down there in Georgia met Franklin down there at uh, the DGD event which was awesome and amazing um Ooh, look at that somebody that's not sports Okay, well, sports, but you like basketball, so come on now. You, you can't play all sports off, but, yeah, I, I'm glad you did find that uh, Find that a little interesting. Ooh, Rick Peters in the house. Thank you so much. Um, but, yeah, next week we have K-Twice on, or that's the plan. Um, I'll follow up with him, but we're expecting to have K-Twice on next week again. Um, that might be a reoccurring segment. We've been working some things out with him behind the scenes, so very excited for that. Um Definitely make sure that you are subscribing to the channel. Uh, hit that notification bell so you know when we go live. Um, we did drop a cup We did drop a video, yeah, uh, earlier this week with uh, Edan talking about that. He is upland. It's a real quick clip. If you haven't watched it, go look at it. It's actually kind of funny uh, about his cab ride in Brazil. Um, definitely check that out. Follow us on Twitter and everybody, be safe, have fun, and we'll see you out there in the metaverse and talk to you guys next week and next week is the year will be halfway over i can't believe that but yes until then everybody be safe and see you in the metaverse all right we'll try that again
0: It's the Opix podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host. Thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might be coming obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock it iconic. In welcome to Offland. Grab your Offix, man. On your way, and the door hits you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then to selling and flipping, over to moving and shocking. I'm Scrooge ducking in Offix. Uph-